52 degrees with KSOM, KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. 82 the high today, 58 the low tonight. It's sunny and 86 on Tuesday. Clear and 63 the low tomorrow night. Wednesday, 91, low 69 with bright sunshine. Thursday, 92, low 67 with a blend of clouds and sun. Friday, 83. Saturday, 83. There's a slight chance for a scattered thunderstorm Friday and a Saturday. Well, the June Rural Main Street Index from Creighton University sank into negative territory for the first time since 2020. The index stretches from 0 to 100 with growth territory at an index of 50 and above. Dr. Ernie Goss is co-creator of the RMI, and he says June's reading of 49.8 is below growth neutral, a place the index hasn't been for quite some time. Inflation is a really big concern. Of course, the accompanying interest rate hikes. The Federal Reserve, of course, has increased in interest rates three times this year. They'll raise again in July. So that's pushing some numbers negative. The expectations, the confidence index dropped significantly for the month. And what we're seeing is housing is being negatively affected. The numbers in our survey are not as good as we've seen in previous months. Likewise, retail sales falling, not as good there, of course, with a lot of the growth of most of the growth we're seeing in retail sales is mostly from inflation. An overwhelmingly majority of ag bankers in the survey are predicting a recession for the rural economy. As a result, bankers in our survey, we ask about the probability of recession of more than 9 out of 10 rank the probability of recession more than 50%. So only 7%, in fact, rank the probability of recession less than 50%. So most of the bankers see a recession ahead, and that's, of course, a big problem for the small businesses and even some of the big businesses on rural Main Street. Higher fuel prices are starting to take a toll on the rural economy. Rural America and the midsection of the country which we survey, that's big users of energy. Individuals, consumers drive further distances in this part of the country, but farmers are big users of diesel fuel, for example. Diesel fuel is now at the highest price ever in terms of diesel, and that's a big part of the agriculture. Agriculture input prices are now growing, but luckily for the farmer, the, the prices of the output uh, growing faster. And despite the rising input costs, bankers who responded to the June survey say farm income is still looking strong in 2022. We asked the bankers to project income for 2022. Now, this is net farm income. They expect it to grow by between 12 and 13 percent from last year. So even though the costs are rising, revenues are rising faster, at least at this point in time. And of course, the costs are being passed along in the form of higher costs when the consumer goes to the grocery store. Again, that's Dr. Ernie Goss of Creighton University. An unoccupied Red Oak City pickup sustained minor damage when it rolled into a fence. A Red Oak police say the accident happened Saturday at 7 a.m. on 3rd Street. The pickup moved south and veered west down an alley, entering an empty grass lot and coming to rest against a fence owned by Davis Taylor Insurance. Assistant Police Chief Derek Walter witnessed the driver, 64-year-old Michael Dean Norris of Red Oak, get out of the pickup to pick up trash at Fountain Square Park. Officer Walter noticed Norris running on foot in a northeasterly direction. Walter then observed the unoccupied truck rolling in the same direction. Norris escaped injury in that accident. Union County Sheriff's Office reports a two-vehicle crash between an ambulance and a pickup. Authorities say the accident happened Friday at 10.47 p.m. on Highway 34 and Lark Avenue. According to the report, two greater regional medical ambulances checked on a vehicle in the ditch on Highway 34 near Lark. The ambulance, driven by 40-year-old Dennis Wayne Cheers of Apton, parked on the shoulder and attempted to turn around. A pickup driven by 21-year-old Bradley Wayne Toppin had stopped. 
for the ambulances. Both drivers proceeded simultaneously and collided in the middle of the highway. No one suffered injuries in the crash. The Union County Sheriff's Office cited Toppin with failure to yield to an emergency vehicle. Well, crowds gathered in many cities over the past three days to protest the end of nationwide abortion rights. Kathleen Murren, who attended a protest in Des Moines, had a life-saving pregnancy and heartbroken and furious over Friday's ruling in Cedar Rapids. An abortion rights protester was hurt Friday night when a pickup drove through the pedestrian crosswalk. Other protesters took photos of the license plate. Cedar Rapids police have interviewed the driver. Democratic Congresswoman Cindy Axne of West Des Moines and Republican Senator Joni Ernst voted for the bipartisan gun bill President Biden signed into law. The rest of Iowa's congressional delegation opposed it. Republican Congresswoman Ashley Henson and Marionette Miller-Meeks of Atum, as well as Congressman Randy Feenster of Hull, opposed the bill, as did Senator Chuck Grassley. All expressed concern it does not provide adequate to due process rights when it comes to confiscating guns from people who consider a threat to themselves or others. Meanwhile, Ernst says the new law does not place new restrictions on law-abiding gun owners. And actually says a bill will make schools safer, but doesn't go far enough. Iowa may not be at the top of the list of cruise ship destinations, but hundreds of people will be visiting on Mississippi River cruises this year. Steve Ahrens is the executive officer for the Riverfront Improvement Commission in Davenport, which greets the passengers during stops. He says here they are having sort of that Mark Twain-esque kind of experience and a little bit of that whole Midwest process, a nice kind of hospitality that goes with it, and the American Cruise Line has been traveling the Mississippi for 15 years, and its American Melody boat made its first stop along Davenport's a Riverfront Sunday. The Viking Cruise Line is starting its first North American trip to the Mississippi River later this year. And work will begin tonight on the final portion of a long-awaited bridge that will benefit thousands of football fans on game day in Ames. The East Gateway Bridge over University Boulevard will allow fans to cross the roadway to Jack Trice Stadium from the parking areas east of the stadium. John Harvey with Iowa State University's facilities management team says they will close the roadway to traffic and install a steel truss overhead connecting two towers. They will then install the bridge deck. The project costs $10 million and will also benefit motorists who won't have to stop for pedestrians crossing the road. I'm Tom Robinson. ABC News is coming up. 